When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Starseed Kitchen Podcast. I'm your host, Chef Whitney Aronoff, founder of Starseed Kitchen and High Vibration Foods. This is your source for information to empower you to be a positive seed for change in your community. Join me for conversation where we learn about food, wellness, and spiritual concepts for high vibration living. I'll be sharing my knowledge and learning with you from experts providing insight into nourishing all the layers of you, the physical, emotional, spiritual, and etheric bodies, so you can thrive in 5D. Let's get started. I have the pleasure of having Helena Woods with me today. Helena is an author, astrologer, and astrogeographer. As an astrogeographer, she gives grounded guidance for those that wish to live with more ease in places that best support them. An avid student of astrology since 2012, she began offering clients readings in 2021, having found that her greatest fulfillment comes from connecting one-on-one with others and helping them find clarity through their natal promise. She lives abroad in France and makes short films about slow, intuitive living on her popular YouTube channel of the same name. Her first book on slow living will be published in the spring of 2023. Well, welcome to the show. Hi. Yeah. I'm Thank excited you to so talk much about for this. being here. Thank you. Yeah. I'm excited to chat with you. So tell me a little bit more about your background and how you got into astrology. Yeah. So um, when I was in high school, I uh, was introduced to the book Secret Language of Birthdays, and I became obsessed with learning about the different personality types. Um, Every day, you know, has a different type of strength and weakness, right? Every person has different, uh, different personality. And I became really obsessed with that, that I memorized all the days. And, um, my mom always really encouraged me to learn astrology. You know, when I was born, she got our sinistry charts, like the week after I was born. And so I always had those documents to look at like my houses and, you know, what planets were where, what was my Venus, what was my Mercury. So from an early age, I was always very well versed in astrology on a basics level, mm-hmm. but it wasn't until um, really when I moved to France that it became kind of an obsession. Like mm. it is my, my passion. Like I love to look at astrology transits, world predictions, um, celebrity charts. I got really into um, actually learning about my favorite uh, like influencers and content creators. I would start DMing them. And I would ask them like, when's your birthday? What's your time of birth? And then I would look at their astro cartography map. I would look at their, you know, on astro click travel. Um, I would look at their natal chart. I'd look at their transits and I would look and see like what was happening when at certain points in history, when they got big or when big things happened in their romantic life, I would just start researching all of this. 
And so that really became my passion is like learning about time and then learning about travel. And so in 2018, I moved to France and at that point, I had lived and traveled to so many different places of the world. I lived in Bali. I lived in Egypt for a few months. I lived in three different parts of the U.S. Oh, wow. um, and then upon settling in France, I learned about astrocartography or um, what I, I like to term astrogeography. And basically, I just really started learning. I started putting all of my research and studies and experiments and like practical you know, trial and error through astrology and then bringing it into a map. And so I realized after all these, like living in different places, how eerie the energy manifested when I lived or traveled to that place. And it was so bizarre. And I just thought, gosh, this is, this is insane. How like certain events happened on hard lines that like, for example, going to Egypt on a Mars line, I had a lot of weird events that were very Mars in energy. Mm. And I felt very Mars energy, like when I was there and then moving to France is Mars war energy. Yeah. It's like anger, it's aggression, it's competitiveness, it's drive motivation. So I felt this ambition, but also this anger the whole time I was in Egypt. And it just, it it immediately came upon me when our plane landed and this was on my honeymoon. So it was like, Oh my gosh, what a trip that was. But, um, basically I moved to France right after, and I'm now on a Venus IC line, which is like the most lovely place for like slow living, simple living, uh, finding beauty in the ordinary. It's, it's a line where you really just want to be at home and you want to like be a homemaker and just like be inside. And it's just so cozy and vibe. And so immediately when I got to Strasbourg, I really started feeling that energy and just bringing that into my life. And it's, it's, it's so wild. And so I've since practiced on my friends' charts, celebrity charts, influencers' charts. And then last year I started, I opened up my client readings. So that's kind of an overview of how this whole all happened. I love that. And I love that you've actually experienced what it is um, and how, you know, we feel different in different places that we go, but there's a reason behind that. Yeah. And I think sometimes people think, oh, maybe I've had a past life here. That's why it feels this way. Or I have family history here, but it's interesting to know that there's even more going on. Yeah. Oh, I mean, you can totally see that. It's my personal theory that you can see past life or like family lineage, like ancestry in, in, in a astro click travel, like map. Um, so many of my clients, when they have an IC line, specifically a mercury IC line, a moon IC line, or a lunar node line, usually they feel like I've either, I've lived here before in a past life, or when they go to that line, they feel this deep desire to learn about their family's ancestry and like learn about, you know, their past lineage and stuff. So I think you can definitely see that in a chart for sure. That's really good to know. That's a nice way to find confirmation. Yeah. So how did you start to study this form of astrology? Did you have a mentor or online classes that you took? Um, You know, for me, a lot of this was learning, bringing astrology into astrocartography. So when you know astrology really well and you know the aspects and you know the house system and you can really read a natal chart, 
you can look at your astrocartography map quite easily. Um, and so for me, a huge part of my education was Chris Brennan's work. I use um, ancient Hellenistic techniques in astrology. So a big part of what I do is I determine the sect of a chart and, um, and then like looking at the aspects, looking at the moon, that's really important. And um, just bringing all of my learning from the astrology school with Chris Brennan, but also, you know, just listening to podcasts and listening to podcasts on astrocartography um, has really helped in learning. So there's no one particular per person, but it's more just like bringing astrology into the astrocartography map. And that's kind of how it formed. So what is ancient Hellenistic astrology? It's one of the original foundations of astrology. It's, it's from first century BC, Mesopotamia, the Greeks, the Romans way back when, and this was before modern astrology. Like a lot of people, when they think of astrology, they think of modern psychology, like pop psychology and like pop astrology, which was really big in the Mm nineties and like the eighties, which is like your horoscope, your sun sign. But astrology is so, oh my gosh, like it's from like first century BC, we've had these techniques. And so Hellenistic astrology is one of like the first that like the first ancient traditional types of astrology. And it's now becoming more um, popular currently. Um, And a lot of that is because of Chris Brennan's work and the astrology school podcast, which I love and the YouTube channel. And so he's really bringing this and zodiacal releasing, which is um, a technique, an advanced timing technique in Hellenistic astrology, where you can time a person's life chapters, both their peak periods in life, you know, the periods when they're going to be very busy and active and have defining important moments in their life and their career and their relationships um, and health. And you can see all of this through this ancient um, form. And that's something that you offer that you can book a session on your website. I saw that and I had never heard of, I had never heard of it before. Oh my gosh. I'm obsessed. It's, it's like looking at your life chapters as if your life is a biography. And so you have sections of your life that are decades long, like Mm -hmm. 15, 20 year periods of your life. And then you can break that down into chunks. You know, you can break that down into years, level three months, and then days, and you can just see your biography and all your chapters and your sections of your book. And it's, it's fascinating. I've studied so many hundreds of celebrity charts and politicians charts And it's just, it's wild. It's so cool. So can you then use that information if you're working on building a business or getting settled in a home or, I mean, how do you use that information to kind of flow with your life and plan for your future? Yeah. I mean, whenever I see a hard period come up for me or my clients, you know, it's, it's really just looking at your life as if there are peaks and valleys, you know, astrology is cyclical. So there are cycles. And so when you're in a nice period, knowing that, you know, hard periods always come up, you know, it's not always positive, challenging times always come up. And so if you can see a challenging, you know, time period in your work, for example, you can prepare for it, you know, by, you know, saving more money or, knowing, having some backup plans prepared, or just knowing that, um, things will change. I think astrology really helps us be adaptable and flexible. I always like to use the analogy of like, let's say you're sitting in a coffee shop 
and you see a storm is coming on the horizon and it's still quite a far away, um, away from you, but you're enjoying your coffee and you know it's coming, but for right now, you can enjoy this moment and then start making preparations as it gets closer. But that's so much better than being shocked and like not being able to take, um, you know, intelligent action because you're so stressed or you're so worried. And so I like astrology because that preparation can really give you like knowledge and like knowledge is power. And so, yeah, it's great. I agree. And that's why I'm really interested in travel astrology, because I feel like we're really lucky to be living in a time where we can really live anywhere in the world that we want to, like, you can figure it out. You can really live most places. So the, the, the challenge is actually trying to figure out where, like, where do you really want to be? And, you know, I think a lot of it is timing. Like you'll know when it's time. Um, but I think we also need a little bit of guidance. And, um, so how do your clients use it in order to find out where they should be living? Yeah. So, um, some things I look at is I always ask my clients, like, what are you trying to harness? Like, Mm. are you really focused on your career more? Are you more focused on like your love life? Are you trying to find a partner? Um, so I look at like the topic in general, Overall though, as a general rule of thumb, Jupiter and Venus lines are really lovely. Um, I determine the sect of the chart. So if the sun is above the horizon, I would say Jupiter lines are gonna be more beneficial and Mars lines are gonna be harder. Mm. If the sun's on the lower half of the natal chart, I would say Venus is gonna be better for you. Saturn is gonna be more challenging. Um, And then I also look at the moon, you know, like where's the moon placed? The moon shows you where you get nourishment, where you find comfort and security and safety and groundedness and where you feel held. So um, home is really synonymous with um, with um, home. So, and like family. So I always like to look at where the moon is placed, in what house, what sign, and then the ruler of that house. And that usually gives more of an indicator on what line is gonna be nice for that person in, in terms of safety and comfort. Um, but yeah, overall Jupiter and Venus is really nice and, uh, Saturn, Mars, more difficult. And then just learning about the topic that they're more interested in and like what they want to harness more of, like what energy do they need in that particular chapter of their life? So did you look at your own chart before you moved to France or was it after you were living in France that you realized you were on that Venus line? Yeah, it was after. So I took, like, I started learning about astrocartography and like really getting serious in my astrology studies when I moved to France. And I was doing that privately, you know, just doing it on my own time when I wasn't working and stuff. And um, when I realized that I was just amazed. Um, and, And then I went back, you know, I thought about all the places I traveled to and lived and it just, it all fit. So I've had a session done once And if you do it the same way, I received a chart of the world with lines and markings all through it. And what my session came up with was that there's kind of two lines that run through an area of the world that are the the best places for me overall. Mm -hmm. Um, Is that, do you find that on most people's chart? Um, no, cause there, well, I, I, in my charts, I use astro.com, the astro click travel feature, which is free. Anyone can look it up. Um, but there are lots of different lines. And so certain lines will give you certain types of energies. Um, and so there's quite a few to choose from, you know, sometimes I have clients where 
they'll have four amazing lines in the U.S. alone. And it's like, okay, well, what energy are, do you want to harness more of at this time in your life? What area of life are you more focused on? Um, but there's different energies, you know, um, Mercury line, which is very fast paced and like hummingbird, like an energy, the yeah. messenger, it's going to be different, very different from like the moon line, which is more nurturing and soft and intuitive. Well, I might need to do another session with somebody else because mine came <laughs> up that there was only one line in the United States, um, going through, you know, not, not bad of an area, but it, it just wasn't enough options for me. Um, yeah, you know, some astrologers use different techniques. Like there's um there's a technique called local space mapping. There's also relocated birth charts. Like some astrologers will relocate your birth chart and they'll they'll keep all the data the same except for the place. So they'll change the place where you're born and it'll completely show you a different technique. I just use the technique of looking at your astro click travel map and then bringing it alongside your natal chart and just looking at where the more supportive lines are for you. Got it. That is helpful. Um, have you ever had anybody reach out to you to help with planning a honeymoon or a particular vacation? Since you shared the example of the experience you had on your honeymoon, it makes me think that you want to plan a vacation in a place that's going to be on your, your love line, your Venus line. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I I've gotten this question quite a few times for vacation specifically. Um, I had one last week where, um, she had like a Pluto line going through her, her, like the Bahamas where she was traveling to. And I was like, no, Pluto's definitely challenging, but for you, it's not as, you know, conjunct other close in degree in your natal chart. It's on the ascendant. So it's going to be more self-transformative. Um, and you know, like you could you definitely, I've gotten lots of people where they want to plan their vacation or they, they want to know what the energy of that place will be like for them. Um, and often, you know, a lot of people will, uh, give me their partner or their spouse's yeah. chart or their birth info. And so I'll look at both maps side by side, just to determine a better place for them and to have, you know, more harmonious interactions and just place that they're going to feel better in. Absolutely. Especially like after planning a wedding and all that stress that you want to be able to go to a place where the whole vacation kind of just flows with ease and grace. Yeah. Don't need yeah. any, don't need any extra challenges. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So is that what you also do when people want, you know, travel astrology done for their business? Like if they're looking for a place to maybe relocate their headquarters or maybe move to, to better focus on their business, do you have to do a chart for their company as well as for themselves? How does that work? Yeah, I just do it for themselves. Okay. Um, but I usually will look at the 10th house ruler um, and I'll look at that line on the chart. Um, also MC angles are going to be nice for career. Like if it's a moon MC or, um, Jupiter MC is going to be really nice. Venus MC is great for storytelling and like artistic endeavors. So I look at MC angles. I also will pull up the aspects on Astro Click Travel and I'll see if there are any supportive, harmonious MC aspects in that location. You know, going to a sun line is very extroverted in public and really good 
for you shining in a public sense. So that's going to be nicer than say going to a Saturn line where it's going to feel more isolating and you may feel like there's a lot of delays or a feeling of being stuck or held back limitations. So, um, you know, certain lines are going to be better for more success and abundance. Like Jupiter and Sun is great for that. Um, but yeah, aspects and then the MCs and then looking at certain planets. This is really helpful because I've lived in many locations in the U S I've lived in, let's see, Laguna beach, LA, Dallas, Washington, DC, and New York. And having lived in all those places, obviously during different times in my life, um, Mm -hmm. that plays a part in it, but there's definitely places where everything just flows so much easier. Like life is easy versus other places. Yeah. You feel like there's constantly delays. There's no flow. Um, It's really interesting. Yeah. And certain lines will be harder for you. Like, for example, two of the harder planets are Saturn and Mars. But for you, depending on your natal chart, Saturn might be beneficial for you. That might give you the the productivity, the discipline, the dedication to finish huge projects. Like if you have a nicely placed Saturn in your natal chart and that's more positive for you than Mars, going to a Saturn MC line is going to be great for writing that book, you know, getting that stuff done that you might feel like you want to procrastinate on. So um, yeah, the energies will feel totally different uh, depending on your natal chart and, and also just the energies that you want to feel. Hi. I'm Chef Whitney Aronoff. As a personal chef, I created custom organic spices for my clients. These blends are of the highest quality with no added sugar, MSG, caking agents, or any junk. I want you to have the same access to good quality seasonings, which is why I've launched my line of organic spice blends. High Vibration Foods by Starseed Kitchen is my collection of chef-crafted organic spice blends made with only good-for-you ingredients. I use organic source spices, ancient mineral-rich Redmond real salt, prepare the blends listening to kundalini mantra music, then charge the jars with the quartz Giza crystals for a true high vibration experience. You can now purchase my most requested blend, 11 Magic Herbs and Spices, on starseedkitchen.com. Use code STARSEED for 10% off your purchase. Can't wait for you to enjoy. What are other questions clients come to you with before reading or for the reason why they're having a reading? A lot of people want to relocate. Um, A lot of people want to move to Europe. Um, That's, I find that to be very common. Um, A lot of people also want to prepare for peak periods, like with zodiacal releasing, Um, or they just need a change. Like they want to feel more spiritually connected. Mm. Um, they want to feel a deeper connection with themselves. And so like what lines are going to be better, better for them. So, um, that's kind of the main thing, spiritual connection, also finding the love of their life. Like that's pretty big too, is like, where, where is it going to be easier to meet people, to, to connect with people? Um, those are like the main questions people ask. Do you get a lot of Americans reaching out for sessions because they're trying to find where to move to in Europe? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I, would say, I would say 80% of my, my clients are, are Americans. Like other Amazing. 20% are like European. Yeah. Living in Europe. Amazing. Have you noticed any trends in where a lot of them are wanting to move to? Um, they're all, they all vary. I would say a lot of them want to move to Australia. Um, let's see, Australia. I get a lot of that. And 
I guess like Italy, Greece area, Portugal, I get a lot of Portugal and UK. A lot of people feel a, a deep connection to like London and like the whole UK area. Yeah, that makes sense. Do, have you found, you know, I know other astrologers, they'll find that their clients come in waves. Like they'll get a week where everyone happens to be the same sun sign or they'll get a week, like they'll just see trends in the clients that come through. Does that happen to you? Oh my gosh. I was just thinking about this earlier today. I have like this whole weekend, three of my clients all are born the week of July 18th to July 25th. It's bizarre. And I would say most of my clients are either, um, Sag moons, Virgo risings, or a lot of Leo placements. So it's, it's, it's weird. (laughs) Interesting. Yeah. I always find that very interesting. Every astrologer I've ever talked to tells me about those trends. Um, I also think, you know, certain people connect with other people, right? Like I, I, I attract a lot of Scorpio Leo placements. Um, I'm attracted to a lot of Capricorn placements. So I think, you know, when you find an astrologer that you resonate with personality wise, um, you just feel more connected to them. And so you want to book a reading with them. And usually there's a lot of similarities in the natal chart. Like there's a lot of fire energy or there's a lot of earth energy, you know, there's, there's similarities. And so you're kind of like moths to a flame to each other. Yeah. You really have to find an astrologer that speaks your language Uh, because for me, I've taken a lot of astrology classes and it's, it just isn't a language I understand. It is a complete foreign language to me, which to me just tells me, Hey, it's not my calling. And Mm -hmm. I clearly haven't studied this in any past lifetime because there, there is no skill set there, but I love learning it. And I, I very much respect the skill and I know how important it is to incorporate into my life. So I just have to find experts that can kind of support me along the way because it's just not my language. But then I've noticed you can't just work with anybody who's good. You have to find someone that communicates in a way that you can understand it and then apply it. Totally. Like, oh my gosh. Yeah. I mean, half of an astrologer's job. Well, an astrologer is really just a messenger. It's really just looking at a chart and then sharing the information. There's no intuition or like, channeling messages. It's literally trying to accurately and very easily describe what's going on at that given moment in time and translating that. And so a good astrologer will make it very simple um, and easy to understand um, because most, most people, you know, don't, don't know astrology and it's very complicated. There's so many layers to it, but I've, I've noticed for me in my own life, I've had so many astrology readings And my astrologer from seven years ago is definitely not my astrologer now. And my astrologer now, I wouldn't have been ready for this astrologer seven years ago because my astrologer now that I go to every year, he's um, very technical. He he doesn't like um, explain it because I know it at this point. But seven years ago, I was in a different place, but also like I was a different person seven years ago, like personality wise, I was different. So I, I was attracted to astrologers that fit me at that moment in life. Are you comfortable sharing who you go to now? Oh, yeah. Cam White. I love him. He's my favorite astrologer. Kick Cam White. I have quite a few that I want to get readings from. Becca Tarnas, I'm also such a fan of. Ooh, I love this. Um, <laughs> do you like to do like a reading for yourself once a year for your birthday or how do you like to time it? 
Um, usually I try to do a solar return um, chart for the year. Um, but I actually had mine done like four months ago for my transits for the year. And then um, for my husband, I always give him you know, I want to give him readings every year with his natal chart and his transits for the year. Um, I just actually got him his first one recently and he really liked it. But yeah, every year I'll do a, um, a solar return or just a general year transits. That's a really good reminder. Yeah. I had the same experience where I had used the same astrologer for quite a few years and I was always having them do my solar return, yeah. but I was getting the same information every year. Oh yeah. Isn't that interesting? So it made oh, me realize that maybe it was time just to find somebody new yeah, and get a different perspective. Um, yeah. <laughs> because I was yeah. kind of getting like, I went back and listened to the old recordings just because I wanted to see what did I learn in the past few years? What, mm -hmm. it, what was I told that my year would be like? And then let me reflect on what really, um, happened. And yeah. that's when I realized I'd been getting kind of the same reading multiple <laughs> yeah. years in a row. And I was like, oh, well, this is a great lesson. Maybe I should listen to my gut and, yes. and it's time to move on. Yeah. No, every year we'll have a different theme, mm -hmm. you know, looking at your progressions and, and looking, you know, there's so much to look at and every year will be a new, a new theme. Um, you'll have a new time Lord every year, like a new planet. That's going to be kind of the theme for you and that specific house for you. So it's going to change and, you know, transits change. So it's like looking at all that, but no, I agree. Like, um, an astrologer I used to go to for years, um, she was very much more psychological. Like she would be emotionally, you know, wanting to guide you through the transits, even the hard stuff. Whereas now I'm such a, like, just give it to me hard. Just, just tell me, just give me the facts and make it fast. You know, I want as much information in one hour as I can get. And so that's how I am in my readings is I'm very much like, this is everything you need to know. I'm going to tell you everything in one hour. <laughs> and awesome. so, and so there's kind of like, two approaches to astrology. Some astrologers do the more psychological counseling where they'll give you guidance. They'll give you advice, you know, like they'll kind of walk you through it. And then other astrologers, especially more traditional astrologers will give you dates, times, um, themes to look out for things to pay attention and notice, um, changes that you'll be going through, but they'll say it in a very, um, kind of no nonsense. This is what's, what's going on. Yeah. Um, and so depending on how you're feeling that year, or like, depending on what you're, you're attracted to in that season of your life, you'll change and you'll, you'll move and go through them, you know? So that's what I've noticed for me. Definitely. With, with travel astrology, you know, when you give the advice to different people that you might feel this way here or be more supported with this here, um, do you, when people actually go to those places, are they able to feel that immediately? Does it take time? You know, um, what has been your experience? In my personal experience, I usually feel it right away. Like you can feel it as your plane is going over the area. It's quite wild. Um, I know many astrocartographers that have been doing this, you know, 20 years, they say the same thing that like their plane goes over that country and it's just like, boom, you feel it. But I've had a lot, a lot of clients where, um, you know, maybe they'll move somewhere or they'll live abroad for a few months in that place. And it slowly comes to them. But I always like to say with astrocartography, you know, and astrology in general, the planets don't cause things to happen. 
You know, it's like the clock on the wall, right? The clock on the wall doesn't make it three, but it signals that it's three. It's telling you that it's three. And so going to a planetary line, um, you know, it's not going to cause stuff to happen, but more or cause you to feel a certain way, Mm -hmm. but it's going to signal that you're going to feel a certain way. Like it's, it's signaling and reflecting. Um, and so, but, you know, it's also been shown by lots of people that, um, events can manifest things can happen, you know, when, when you do go to a certain line. Um, but overall it's more the energy, it's the feeling, the archetypal energy that you're going to feel in that location based on that archetypal energy of the planet. This is really helpful. It makes me really excited to, I think, do a session again, um, because now it's like, once you do it once, then you realize the questions and the information that you really need to know. So you can dig a little deeper, um, and kind of find the places that you're looking for and, um, energy and experiences you want to have. Yeah. Oh yeah. And it's, it's really cool. Like if you're looking for spirituality, there's certain places you can go to just looking at your chart. You know, if you're looking for business growth, if you're looking for a wonderful family life, if you're looking to retire or settle down and buy property, there's so many things like you can look at. Um, and yeah, there's a lot, there's so many lines and there's so many angles and aspects and, it's all like available, which is really cool. And I, I always recommend to people to start off by looking at your AstroClick travel map on astro.com. And then when you want to go deeper, book a reading with someone or, you know, just look at your natal chart. If you can read your natal chart, then you can totally look at your astro cartography map, but it's cool to get like different perspectives because astrology is really a lot about interpretation. Um, and astrologers will see different things. And so it's kind of cool to like get a full nuanced perspective. Um, yeah. What, what is, would be helpful for you that a, a client comes to the to the first session with. So is there information that they need to prepare or questions that they need to prepare to make the session, um, better for, for both you and them? Yeah, I would say definitely having like three to four places in mind that they want to either relocate to, or that they want to travel to, because sometimes, people will say like the whole world and I can look at the whole world, but I'm only going to give you like the best places in an hour. Um, I always like to say, if you really want to go in depth and get all the detailed layers of the themes that can come up, because sometimes you'll have like one planetary line, but other times you'll have three planetary lines all intersecting. And then if you click aspects, there'll be like six aspects line, six aspected lines. And so if you really want to get a full in-depth analysis of the best place to travel or relocate, pick like four places, and then we'll go really in-depth by looking at the themes that will come up there. Have you ever had a client where there were no good options? Um, I, I haven't had like no good options because there's always going to be a good planetary line somewhere. But I have had clients where like, they really want to move to Europe and there are no good planetary lines in Europe. And it's like, I'm sorry, like, I wish I could tell you move to France, but, um, you've got like Pluto, Saturn, you know, Mars all here. (laughs) Like it's not, it's not very helpful. Um, but I will usually find other places in the world that will be more beneficial, but that doesn't happen often. Usually there's one good line in a continent. Got it. That's helpful. 
And then if there's nothing going through a certain area, does that mean that that area is not good for you and not bad for you? That it's just kind of like medium, it's like stagnant energy? Yeah, it's, it's not supportive, but it's also not challenging. Like there's no real growth to be had when it's a place of total neutrality. Like if there's no aspected lines, if there's no planetary lines, it's just kind of like, it's just kind of like life. Usually I've noticed for all of my clients, all of my clients have said this, where if there's no lines in a given continent or country or area, they will usually say, yeah, I've never had an interest in going there. Or like, Mm -hmm. I've never felt called to that part of the world ever. Whereas when I see, you know, sometimes in a chart, there'll be like Venus and Jupiter, like the two best planets and they'll be intersecting. Usually there's a calling to go there or um, like, again, the IC lines um, and then the node lines, lunar node lines, for sure. Usually like people have a deep calling to go to that line. Um, but it's, it's interesting how, if there's no lines anywhere in the vicinity and I'll be like, uh, or, and I'll be like, wow, you've got no energy here. And they'll be like, oh yeah, I just don't feel called. And it's like, yeah. Makes sense. You know, astrology and astrocartography, it's just signaling and reflecting that which we already know. Yeah. Intuitively, we already know everything. Like our inner voice, if we lived in constant connection with that inner voice, we would know exactly where to move to. We would know exactly what's coming up for us. Like, what do we need to prepare for in life? But what's great about astrocartography and astrology is that, you know, you can see it tangibly, you can see it physically if you need support um, and, and you want to see that confirmation. So that's, what's really cool is it's, it's really intuitive, but then bringing in astrology, it's like, yes, this is reflecting exactly that, what you're feeling. And I sometimes wonder if it has to do with, like you've mentioned zodiacal timing that, you know, we're kind of riding a wave in our life and, and maybe we don't know where we're supposed to go because the timing's not right. Yeah. Timing's everything. Like with zodiacal releasing, there are three cycles. There's a preparatory period, which is like a building up and getting ready for something. And then there's the peak period, which is very busy and active and defining. And then there's the completion uh, period, which is like winding down and like putting something to rest and closing something and beginning to let something go in our lives. And so it's like the seasons, it's just a constant cycle. And intuitively we all can sense this, but it's cool to see zodiacal releasing. It's, it's cool to see how like that just physically indicates and shows us. Well, it's neat how they're all tied together. It's like your, your natal birth chart and getting that yearly reading your zodiacal reading, which just lets you know the cycles that you're going to be experienced throughout life. And then having that chart of the world and knowing where you can go to better experience certain energies or feelings. And, oh yeah, like that's, they they all complete each other. Yeah. Like if you want to time a honeymoon or a vacation with your partner, or you want to meet your, your future partner, like if you travel to a nice supportive line, but then you have Jupiter or Venus transiting through your seventh house or your fifth house, like that's going to be optimal time to, to meet someone and to have like good interactions with people. Um, and so like, you can, like, I always like to say, you know, with, with everything in life, you can definitely, you have free will. You can go to a planetary line and like experience that energy, but there's also an element of timing involved. And Mm -hmm. the real nice lucky spot is when you can have that good divine timing mixed with that like action. 
And so it's like that famous quote, preparation is, um, what is it? Preparation meets opportunity. That's what luck is. Luck is preparation meets opportunity. And so lucky breaks in our life, lucky times, they coincide with great timing and right preparation. So do you do business astrology or just like monthly life astrology? Do you have any clients that kind of check in with you monthly that kind of help them prepare for certain timing? or give them guidance on when to sign contracts, anything of the sort. I haven't had any business, um, business clients, but I do have coaching clients that, you know, we, we do, we talk more about like, um, slow living subconscious reprogramming work, but then I bring up the natal chart to give them like transits of what's going on and what's coming up for them. But I always include, um, transits and zodiacal releasing periods, for like 10 minutes in every single astro cartography reading. So I always oh, like cool. to give like a general, like what's going on. Yeah. That's really helpful because then yeah. you can maybe better plan when to take action, you exactly. know, exactly. You can plan a move better. Yeah. You know, because otherwise you get the chart and then you think you need to move tomorrow. Yeah. Maybe that's not the right time. <laughs> I know. And I've, I've told so many of my clients, you know, they like want to move in a month or two. And I'm like, just wait till August. Like it's going to be much nicer for you then, you know? That is very helpful, especially, yeah. you know, I think all of us know now not to plan a move during Mercury and retrograde. Yeah. Yeah. But I think there's also more to it that there's specifically for a particular person that there's yeah. more there that can support you during a move. Definitely. Like I would never tell someone to travel when Mars is traveling through your ninth house. Like I would, I would, if someone wants to travel and Mars is going through the ninth house, I would be like, please don't like, let's just hold it off for one more month. <laughs> so how do we figure out if that's happening? You can pull up your natal chart. Okay. Yeah. Um, you can go to astro.com, enter in your birth data, make sure you have your exact time of birth. You know, you can look at your birth certificate. Um, I find that asking a parent, you know, sometimes they're in like, they may not know the exact minute or like the people around you may not know the exact minute. So I find birth certificates are really helpful or calling a local hospital, the hospital that you were born in, getting that exact time of birth, entering in your data, and then you can pull up your natal chart and then click with transits. And so you can, you'll see, you know, where is Mars? What house is it in? And I I find it's very, um, for me personally, and like with a lot of traditional astrologers, um, making sure you click the whole sign house system. So there are two, main house systems that a lot of astrologers use there's placidus and there's whole sign um i find whole sign whole sign houses to be much more accurate a lot of astrologers today do um, but there's two different house systems you can use um and just like noting like where is venus right now what area of my life is that like bringing more beauty and pleasure to where is saturn where is saturn bringing limitation and challenge and delay in what area of life is that in and that's just by like looking at the houses this is so helpful. Well, yeah. if people wanted to learn more about travel astrology, astrocartography, can we can you explain all the different ways that it's coined? All the different terms that Oh my gosh, yeah. There's so many. So yeah, so Jim Lewis um, he trademarked the term astrocartography in the 1970s. So, um, but and so you know there's that's astrocartography. That's the basic name, but some people call it astrogeography. Um, you know, there's astro locality, there's locational astrology, astrology of place, relocation astrology. So there's a lot of different names. 
it's all basically the same thing. Some astrologers use different techniques, like we talked about, like local space mapping and stuff like that. But in general, it's all the same thing. But Jim, um, Jim, he he termed he he trademarked the name in the seventies, and so um, yeah, yeah. This is super helpful. Um, thank you so much for just sharing what you do and what you've learned. Um, where do you go to keep learning about astrology or health and wellness, slow living? Where do you turn to kind of keep that, that interest going? Yeah. The thing, I mean, with astrology, I'm constantly absorbing the astrology school, YouTube channel and podcast. I kind of religiously watch anything by Chris Brennan. I also like, um, uh, Cam White from my world predictions. I follow him on Patreon and on YouTube, but he has, he makes great world predictions and he tells it like it is. He doesn't sugarcoat things, which I like. Um, and, uh, who else? Oh, for like health and wellness. I really love, um, anything with Lacey Phillips. She has to be magnetic, which is like subconscious reprogramming. I've been doing that for the last year and it's radically changed my life. Like, I, I just, it's amazing. Like subconscious reprogramming is so huge in like manifesting what you want and and what you feel you deserve. And it just, it removes a lot of blocks and your shadow self. And so I like to consume anything that to be magnetic puts out, um, their, their course, their program. Um, but other than that, other than those things, I'm kind of a hermit and like, I like to kind of put my head down and experience my own lessons and what I'm learning in my own life and then really create content out of it. Um, and the things I'm experiencing. So, but those are like the, the two, two things I really love. I love that. Cause I love learning where other people are learning. Cause it might spark yeah. something, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Well, I always like to, um, I always like to ask the people that I'm speaking with, Um, if they could share one piece of advice, health wellness wise, um, with the listener to consider adding into their life, what would it be? Is there any just wellness tip, um, or astrology tip that you can share with the listeners today for like health and wellness? I would say start your day or at some point in the day, anytime you feel sluggish or tired, drink a glass of water but then put on your favorite uplifting music. For me, it's Spice Girls. And put on your fuzzy socks and start sliding down the kitchen floors and like spinning and doing jumping jacks and dancing in your house. Like there is nothing that gets me out of a funk or makes me feel so good than dancing and to music, like really uplifting, fun music. It's, it's such an instant mood changer. And it's also great for your body. Like dancing is so good for your health. Um, and it's just really fun to connect with your childlike spirit through twirling and jumping jacks and like sliding on your kitchen floor. Like it's amazing. Um, but on a more serious note, um, really listen to your inner voice and like, you can do that, um, through breath work or just exhaling and waiting for answers that arise. You know, I often find intuitive messages from my inner knowing or my higher self. It usually comes from the gut or the heart, like the chest space and, and just like really communing with that, communing with that connection, um, with your intuition. And, you know, you can write to your intuition. You can ask it questions. You can just feel, um, 
but like honor that always more than anything else, more than the mind, more than what other people want you to do. Just really honor your energy and honor your inner voice. That is extremely helpful and beautiful wisdom. Oh, thanks. (laughs) So where can people learn more about you, watch your videos, book a session with you? Where can they find you? Yeah, I have a lot of different places. I would say I'm mainly on YouTube. I have two YouTube channels, depending on the interest and the vibe you're going for. I have like slow living, calm, peaceful channeled messages on Helena Woods YouTube channel. And then I talk about astro cartography and manifestation on Lena's light, which is my second YouTube channel. But then other than that, you know, my blog, my readings, everything is on helenawoods.com. I have some free meditations there to connect, to help you connect with your inner voice and your, your higher self and discover your values. And yeah, I have lots of free stuff over there on uh, my website. Well, thank you so much for being on the podcast today. This, I I learned so much. Um, I really appreciate it. You know, I thought I knew a lot about astrocartography, but you've taken it to the next level and inspired me to get another session done. So thank you so much. And if you ever have any information that you want to share on astrology or what you're doing, please, you are welcome to come back anytime. I know we'd all love to hear more from you. Thank you. Thank you so much. It's so sweet. Thank you for joining us for this episode of the Starseed Kitchen podcast. For more Starseed Kitchen, visit our website at starseedkitchen.com and follow us on YouTube, Instagram, and Facebook. Be sure to pick up a jar of my high vibration foods, organic spices, which you can purchase on starseedkitchen.com. And you can find me and follow along on my cooking adventures on all your favorite social media channels at Whitney Aronoff. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.